good Sunday evening. This is the last storyteller, and I am Jim Hurdle, your storyteller. Tonight I've got a piece of flash fiction. This is the debut of this story. I just finished it. It's ironic that the name of the story is unfinished. He's not the sort of man who leaves things unfinished, incomplete disjointed, put off until another day or night. Any task worth starting is a task worth completing. There are no timeouts, no silly reprieves, no lame excuses, fragments of anything, food on a plate, dirty dishes in a sink, two-thirds of an evening walk, the last slice of an apple pie, all fragments soon forgotten, doomed to die in a jungle of growing rubbish. Useless fragments are the tools of a lazy mind and idle hands. Even in the stories he writes, sitting at his rattle-bone desk with parchment and quill, a single brass lamp discharging what the day could no longer provide. For even in this, he considered the hours of the day wasted if the clock has not struck the midnight hour, chiming in the new, ta-ta to the old, his eyes never seeking slumber on the same day they opened, greeted by his dreary abode. A waste of precious time indeed. As for his stories, a story begun and not finished, well, that is not a story worth even telling. He should know. He is a grand storyteller, marked in the company of storytellers draped in fame and fortune. You have undoubtedly read one or two of his stories in your lifetime, whether it be a brief or long-lasting life. If you haven't, he would proffer the thesis that your life, like the forgotten dirty dishes in the kitchen sink, is not yet complete, unfinished. And perhaps, he would add, too much time wasted in useless thoughts. But what you, my friend, have not done for it would be impossible, as you will soon learn, is to have read one of his unfinished stories. He's had one or two, or twenty-seven to be exact. Stories begun in earnest were blocked by the unseen foes every storyteller faces. Bland characters, plot-twisting so tightly even the writer can no longer recognize them. The guest list belonging to the writer's block is quite long. With a pragmatic constitution, this storyteller recognizes the terminal state of his unfinished story, never, never laying plans to complete it at another time. If you can't walk across the finish line today, what makes you think you'll do so tomorrow? He berates the patchy prose, his foolishness. Removing a key from his pocket, he unlocks the single drawer of his writing desk. 
the drawer aptly named Unfinished, and unceremoniously drops his barren creation into the darkness of the drawer where the other twenty-six destitute orphans rest. Orphans and one book. He pushes the drawer closed and turns the key, without a care to ever see the troublesome chronicle again. Now, you may ask, for what purpose does he keep them? Dear friend, I cannot provide the answer to your query. I, too, have contemplated his reasons for casting his unfinished stories into a dungeon instead of just chopping off their heads. Now that, that would be complete. That would be a truly magnificent finish, shredded into unrecognizable strips of white. <laughs> but I have not asked my friend his reason. Nor shall I. You could, if you like. But not tonight. Tonight, as the world outside his quaint abode dances to sounds of the season. The storyteller, my friend, sits at his writing desk, a paper held in one hand, the other is empty. Tonight, his quill is voiceless. The beat of his heart pulses against his ears, a foreboding sound. He holds the paper, not reading it, Again, this paper was not penned by the storyteller, you see. The words written upon it are terrible words, drawn-out words, words impossible to rhyme, rendering them useless to the poet, words incapable of exuding joyful laughter or tears of delight, words with a single meaning. Words that, well, they are complete. Finished words. He drops the paper onto the desk and removes the key from his pocket. Inserting the key into the hole made for such purposes, he pauses before turning it. An untouched glass of fine whiskey caresses his fingers. He lifts the amber liquid to his lips and tastes the elixir for the first time in thirty years. He turns the key. Removing the book from the drawer, he places it on the desk between the silent quill and the tumbler of whiskey. He closes the drawer on the unfinished orphans. Now, my friend, he has not spoken to God in more years than you or I could count. Prayer, he once told me, is never finished. He turns the pages of the holy book, fingers and eyes resting on the words now and then. Page after page, he turns them, searching. The clock strikes eleven times as the words of the page turn to red. The 19th chapter of the book written by the one called John. His eyes resting upon the 30th verse. The storyteller silently mouths the words. 
it is finished. Closing the book, he picks up the paper, reading the words again. Stage four. With eyes staring at the night sky, he prays. The amen hangs on his lips. Unfinished prayers. The clock chimes midnight. The storyteller picks up his quill and he begins to write.